Chapter 8. Motives to Holy Mourning Let me exhort Christians to holy mourning. I now persuade you to such a mourning that will prepare the soul for blessedness. Oh, that our hearts could distill and let flow the water of holy tears! Christ's doves weep. They that escape shall be on the mountains like doves of the valleys, all of them mourning, every one for his iniquity. Ezekiel 7.16. There are several divine motives to holy mourning. 1. Tears cannot be put to a better use. If you weep for outward losses, you lose your tears. It's like a shower upon a rock, which does no good. However, tears for sin are blessed tears. Blessed are they that mourn. These tears poison our corruptions. Salt water kills the worms. The bitter water of repenting tears will help to kill that worm of sin that would erode the conscience. 2. Gospel mourning is an evidence of grace. I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the Spirit of grace, and they shall mourn. Zechariah 12.10. The Holy Spirit descended on Christ like a dove. Luke 3.22. The dove is a weeping creature. Where there is a dove-like weeping, it is a good sign that the Spirit of God has descended there. Weeping for sin is a sign of the new birth. As soon as a child is born, he weeps. And behold, the babe wept. Exodus 2.6. To weep tenderly for sin is a good sign that we are born of God. Mourning shows a heart of flesh. Ezekiel 36.26. A stone will not melt. When the heart can melt, it is a sign that the heart of stone has been taken away. 3. The Preciousness of Tears. Tears dropping from a mournful, repentant eye are like water dropping from the roses. It is very sweet and precious to God. A fountain in the garden makes the garden pleasant. That heart that has a fountain of sorrow running in it is most delightful to God. Mary stood at Christ's feet weeping. Luke 7:38. Her tears were more fragrant and aromatic than her ointment. The incense, when it's broken, smells sweetest. When the heart is broken for sin, then our services give forth their sweetest perfume. There is joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. Luke 15:7. Bernard calls tears the wine of angels. God certainly delights much in sincere tears, or else he would not keep a bottle for them. Psalm 56, 8. One person called the tears a sacrifice of fat, which under the law was most acceptable. Leviticus 3, 3. Jerome called mourning a plank after a shipwreck. Chrysostom called tears a sponge to wipe off sin. Tears are powerful orators for mercy. Eusebius said there was an altar at Athens on which they poured no other sacrifice but tears, as if the heathens thought there was no better way to pacify their angry gods than by weeping. Jacob wept and had power over the angel. Hosea 12.4. Tears melt the heart of God. 
When a sinner comes weeping to the judge, this melts the judge's heart toward him. When a man comes weeping in prayer and smites his chest, saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner, Luke 18, 13, this melts God's heart toward him. Jerome said that prayer inclines God to show mercy, and tears compel him. God seals his pardons upon melting hearts. Tears, although they are silent, still have a voice, Psalm 6, 8. Tears wash away sin. Rain melts and washes away a ball of snow. Repenting tears wash away sin. That sin, said Ambrose, that cannot be defended by argument, may be washed away by tears. 4. The Sweetness of Tears Mourning is the way to solid joy. The sweetest wine is that which comes out of the winepress of the eyes, John Chrysostom said. The soul is never more enlarged than when it can weep. Closet tears are better than court music. When the heart is sad, weeping eases it by giving release. The soul of a Christian is most eased when it can vent itself by holy mourning. Chrysostom observed that David, who was the great mourner in Israel, was also the sweet singer in Israel. 2 Samuel 23, 1. My tears have been my meat day and night. Psalm 42, 3. Ambrose gave this comment about this text, There is no meat as sweet as tears. The tears of the repentant, said Bernard, are sweeter than all worldly joy. A Christian sometimes thinks that he is in the suburbs of heaven when he can weep. After Hannah had wept, she went away and was no longer sad. 1 Samuel 1.18. Sugar is sweetest when it melts. When a Christian melts in tears, he has the sweetest joy. When the daughter of Pharaoh descended into the river, she found a baby there among the reeds. Exodus 2. When we descend into the river of repenting tears, we find the baby Jesus there who will wipe away all tears from our eyes. Revelation 21.4. Well, therefore, could Chrysostom solemnly bless God for giving us this laver of tears to wash in. 5. One who mourns for sin not only does good to himself, but also to others. He helps to keep wrath away from a land. Just as when the angel stopped Abraham as he was about to strike the death blow, Genesis 22:12, so when God is going to destroy a nation, the mourner may stop his hand. Tears in the child's eye sometimes move the angry father to spare the child. Tears of repentance melt God's heart and bind his hand. Jeremiah, who was a weeping prophet, was a great intercessor. God said to him, Pray not thou for this people. Jeremiah 7:16. It's as if the Lord had said, Jeremiah, your prayers and tears are so powerful that if you pray, I cannot deny you. As the Roman playwright Plautus said, this kind of labor bears sway. Tears have a mighty influence upon God. God certainly has some mourners in the land, or He would have destroyed us by now. 6. Holy mourning is preventative medicine. Our mourning for sin here will prevent mourning in hell. 
Hell is a place of weeping. Matthew 8, 12. The damned mingle their drink with weeping. God is said to hold his bottle for our tears. Psalm 56, 8. Those who will not shed a bottle full of tears here will later shed rivers of tears. Woe to you that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. Luke 6, 25. You have sometimes seen sugar lying in a damp place dissolve to water. All the sugared joys of the wicked dissolve at last to the water of tears. Tears will do us good now. Now it is seasonable weeping. It is like a shower in the spring. If we don't weep now, it will be too late. If we could hear the language of the damned, we would hear them cursing themselves that they did not weep soon enough. Oh, is it not better to have our hell here than hereafter? Is it not better to shed repenting tears than despairing tears? He who weeps here is a blessed mourner. He who weeps in hell is a cursed mourner. The physician, by bleeding the patient, prevents death. By opening a vein of godly sorrow, we prevent the death of our souls. 7. There is no other way the gospel tells how to be blessed except this. Blessed are they that mourn. This is the road that leads to the new Jerusalem. There may be several ways leading to a city. Some go one way and some go another. But there is only one way to heaven, and that is by the house of weeping. Someone might think that if he cannot mourn for sin, he will get to heaven some other way. He will go to church, he'll give to charities, or he'll lead a kind life. No, but I tell you, there is only one way to blessedness, and that is through the valley of tears. If you do not go this way, you will miss paradise. I tell you, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Luke 13, 3. There are many lines leading to the center, but the heavenly center has only one line leading to it, and that is a tear dropping from the eye of faith. A person may have a disease in his body that twenty medicines will heal. Sin is a disease of the soul that makes it sick unto death, and there is only one medicine that will heal this, the medicine of repentance. 8. Consider what need every Christian has to be acquainted with holy mourning. Someone may take medicine when he has no need of it. Many go to the hot springs when they have no need, but go out of curiosity rather than necessity. But oh, what need there is for everyone to go into the weeping bath! Consider what a sinner you have been. You have filled God's book with your debts, and what need you have to fill His bottle with your tears. You have lived in secret sin. God requires this penance, mourn for sin. Some people may say, I have no need of mourning, for I have lived a very civil life. Go home and mourn because you are only civil. Many people have been damned for all eternity because they have rested upon their civility. It is sad for people to be without repentance, but it is worse to need no repentance. Luke 15, 7. 9. Tears are limited. We will only weep for a while. After a few showers that fall from our eyes, we will have a perpetual sunshine. 
In heaven the bottle of tears is stopped. God shall wipe away all tears. Revelation 7:17. When sin will cease, tears will cease. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Psalm 35. In the morning of the ascension, then all tears will be wiped away. 10. The Benefit of Holy Mourning. The best of our supplies come by water. Mourning makes the soul fruitful in grace. When a shower falls, the herbs and plants grow. I will water thee with my tears, O Heshbon. Isaiah 16, 9. I may allude to it, tears water our graces, and make them flourish. He sendeth the springs into the valleys. Psalm 104, 10. The reason the valleys flourish with corn is because the springs run there. Where the springs of sorrow run, there the heart bears a fruitful crop. Leah was tender-eyed. Genesis 29:17. She had a watery eye and was fruitful. The tender-eyed Christian usually brings forth more of the fruit of the Spirit. A weeping eye is the watering can to water our graces. Mourning also protects us against the devil's temptations. Temptations are called fiery darts, Ephesians 6:16, because indeed they set the soul on fire. Temptations enrage anger and inflame lust. The waters of holy mourning quench these fiery darts. Wet powder will not quickly take the fire. When the heart is wet and moistened with sorrow, it will not so easily take the fire of temptation. Tears are the best instruments and tools to quench the devil's fire, and if there is so much profit and benefit in gospel sorrow, then let every Christian wash his face every morning in the laver of tears. And eleven, lastly, to have a melting frame of spirit is a great sign of God's presence with us in an ordinance. When our frozen hearts thaw and melt for sin, it is a sign that the sun of righteousness has risen upon us. Bernard said, By this you may know whether you have met with God in a duty, when you find yourselves in a melting and mourning frame. We tend to measure everything by comfort. We think we never have God's presence in an ordinance unless we have joy. In this we are like Thomas, who said, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, I will not believe. John 20, 25. We are inclined to say that unless we have inflows of comfort, we will not believe that we have found God in a duty. However, if our hearts can melt tenderly in tears of love, this is a real sign that God has been with us. As Jacob said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. Genesis 28:16 So Christian when your heart breaks for sin and dissolves into holy tears God is in this duty even if you don't know it I think all that has been said should make us spiritual mourners maybe we have tried to mourn but cannot however just as someone who has dug so many feet deep for water and has found none keeps digging until he finds a spring So, although we have been digging for the water of tears and cannot find any, let us still consider all that has been said 
and set our hearts again to work. Then we might at last be able to say, as Isaac's servants said, We have found water. Genesis 26 32. When the herbs are pressed, the watery liquid comes out. These eleven serious motives may press out tears from the eye. Some people may say, My nature is such that I cannot weep. I may as well try to squeeze a rock as to think I can get a tear. I answer that if you cannot weep for sin, can you not grieve? Intellectual mourning is best. There may be sorrow where there are no tears. The vessel may be full even though it needs vented. It's not so much the weeping eye that God respects as the broken heart. I would still be reluctant to stop the tears of those who can weep. God stood looking on Hezekiah's tears and said, I have seen thy tears. Isaiah 38 5. David's tears made music in God's ears. The Lord hath heard the voice of my weeping. Psalm 6 8. Tears as pearls dropping from a repentant eye is a welcome and proper sight for angels to behold.